sometimes you need some conscious answers. So you realize you can always ask your subconscious. This is the Wayward Podcast. Ta-da! Ta-da! Well, I, this is our second episode that we're recording this morning here in Vancouver, Canada. I'm almost on my coffee, and my acid reflux has kicked right in. Huzzah! That's what I get. Acid reflux and blueberry tummy. Well, that's, all, that's why I have acid reflux, is all I've eaten is blueberries over the last 12 hours. Blueberries have a lot of fiber, though, and I fucking love them. They're delicious. Blueberry season. BC has the most famous, best blueberries in the world. Did you know that? I would argue that... Oregon has some pretty I think same close. Same. But yeah. BC blueberries, like my friend, my girlfriend is in PR and she does PR for BC blueberries. And uh, they're all like, she goes to Dubai with them. You oh, know what I mean? They're all over oh, the world. Oh, That's Tabby, the only reason I know that. We went on vacation over the summer and went to a little town in Oregon. Yeah. And uh, we spent two weeks on vacation and her favorite thing was picking blueberries. Yeah. And she picked four pounds of blueberries. This little oh, kid. Right. Yeah. She, and when I asked, I'm like, what was Wish your favorite thing right over now. summer? Picking blueberries. Picking blueberries. Oh, Good blueberries. woman to know. Um, 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 yeah. Hi, Brianna. Hi. You know what I'm going to do right now? What? I'm going to get off this fucking floor. Oh. And stretch real quick. Okay. We're oh. in a hotel room, not my closet, so it might sound a little strange. Do you know what? I just, you guys can't see this right now, but this artwork. Hotel artwork? Is like... Old folks' home artwork. Yeah. Like, this is a nice hotel. I guess it's an old hotel, though. But um, it it is not necessary. It's it's like something you'd find small on a postcard. Yes. Or a stamp. Or a stamp. Yeah. It kind of looks like it should be a stamp, not a two-by-three-foot poster yeah. in someone's hotel room. Yeah. It's strange choices, because there is some nice art here I've seen, but... Okay, I'm back. Okay, we're back. We're back. Um, uh, uh, and we've been... We've not been sleepy. It's funny. I had... We we thought, what the fuck, we're going to try talking about dreams. Mm-hmm. Just because it seems bizarre and strange, and either this will be uh, a hilarious yeah. insight into the minds of Kim and Brianna... Or a snooze fest, and you guys will all just be happy that you're home faster. And also, like, Kim and I, we love, I mean, really, we do love talking about metaphysical things. Yeah. And so I don't know a lot about what dreams mean, which is something in the metaphysical world that I really haven't delved into. I really invested in astrology and crystals and... um, you know, a spirit guides, things like that. But dreams, I have not invested that much time in. That's okay. So we'll just start by going down the how crazy is Kim Road. Great. Uh, it's a I great have, way to start an episode. Oh, it's super crazy. Is the, is the spoiler alert, very. Very crazy. <laughs> um, I have always, I had a dream dictionary when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Me I too. Um, am very good at intuitively interpreting people's dreams. My belief is that different dreams mean different things for different people. Like there isn't a oh, if you dream Look about your up. teeth, you're dreaming you're about get money. Sick. I hear about that a lot. I'm time. always like, but different. Like a cat means a different thing to different people. Like to me, kittens in my dreams are my responsibilities, are things I need to deal with mm-hmm. that need me to take care of them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's what cats are. So when I show up, when I'm when I'm overwhelmed with a lot of stuff, I'll have dreams with like a lot of cats that haven't been fed. And I come home and I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot I have 15 cats and they're all starving because I haven't taken care of them. And I wake up and go, oh, fuck, I have 15 things that I've been procrastinating on. And ah. I'm clearly my. So my dreams fall into like three categories. Those which are like my brain my brain working a little overtime to be like, hey, poke, 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 poke. Here's the thing that poke, 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 poke. I was thinking about a lot and poke, poke, poke. I'm now thinking about when you're asleep, poke, poke. The I'm half awake, half asleep. And so this thing that happened to me right before I sleep is now spun into my dreams or I'm kind of like that. Um, I used to actually, there's four. I used to have night terrors. So I oh, would wow. be... I now, what's would, a night terror for those night, who don't know? A night terror is a syndrome, right? Is um, I was what it was when I was younger. I would actually get up, and it's like you're asleep, Sorry, and you can see, but what you see isn't real. So, like, I would I, my parents it's would like have you're to in actually, a VR or visual kind of yeah. yeah, and like I would open doors because I would like my you know what I would find out later was my mom trying to get me back into bed was actually a huge clock chasing me, and I was trying to get down the stairs, and so it, and I wouldn't be able to wake up. Like I know something was wrong, but I, I can't I can't pull myself out of it. It was like being possessed. Mm-hmm. It was really fucking horrific. Those don't happen to me anymore. Uh, and then the fourth air dream, which is what I call a real dream, and I've had a few of them in my life, which are a complete, and this is just my belief, people. We've already started this by saying I'm fucking crazy. But my belief is every once in a while when I really need some spiritual insight, I tap into the higher self, I tap into the cosmic consciousness, and I will have a dream that feels like an answer. Oh, God, there's my soul. Mm. Um, And I've had a few of those that are very, they aren't always comforting. One of them was very comforting. Some of sometimes they're a little like, oh, fuck, that's right. I didn't know this mountain was so high, this experience of being human. But it's always very resonant. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, I have the kind of tap, tap, tap. Hey, your brain's thinking about tap, tap, tap. Worrying about this tap, tap thing. Um, and I'm very good at knowing when other people, like my husband, will come down and he'll be like, I had, he has awful dreams. And he'll tell me about a dream and I'll stare at him and go, and you're wondering what that means. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I don't understand. Well, it's this, and, this yeah. and this and this and then this and this and this. And he goes, oh. Right. <laughs> no, I'm like, it's, it's that. I've only had, so there's a couple things. I am not, I'm trying to get better at it. I'm not very good at remembering my dreams. And that's not an unusual problem for people, I think. Yeah. Um, I will have very vivid dreams and I'll wake up and I'll go, whoa. And then I swear to God, by the time my husband wakes up and I go to tell him, I can't really remember any of it. Yeah. It leaves so quickly, even though it's so vivid. Yep. Um, well, that's why so many people keep a dream journal. And that's it. My husband's yeah. always kept a dream journal and he's very good at remembering his dreams. Now, there, I, I do have a, one or two that I remember from probably years ago 
um, because they were so vivid and often telling. I've had a couple dreams that were like, well, a couple of them, uh, but one specifically I remember is I had a dream that I was pregnant and I, that morning I woke up and took a pregnancy test (gasps) and was pregnant. I had a dream that I took a pregnancy test and I was like, oh God, I should take one just in case. Cause it was like, I wasn't late or anything. It was literally the time where you could, the earliest time you could take one. Um, my husband and I had had a couple cocktails one night and pulled the goalie and we're like, motherfucker, let's not do that again. We got to be careful. And so I knew there was a chance Um, and yeah, sure as shit, I was pregnant. So that was the one that was like, oh, where you're, that was the, that was the time where I first realized, oh, there's some, some, there's something else giving me messages. Yeah. You're tapped in. Yeah. Tapped into something. Um, and I've had other dreams that I've been telling, um, nothing that I can particularly recall on the podcast anyway, but, uh, I do believe that dreams can be messengers but i don't know how to get better at remembering my dreams oh i don't know how i i remember like the first time i was aware of a messenger dream was when uh i i had a dream the night before my my great grandmother lived in our house um and the night before she died i had a dream that i was i had some medicine that was going to save her and make her better. And I was racing through the forest to, for some reason I lived in the middle of a forest and this, um, like this dog, like a hunting dog, like a, like an Irish, uh, like an English setter or Mm -hmm. something like that was racing through the trees with me. And I knew I needed to beat the dog to my house. And so I ran, 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 ran. And I came up to my house and the dog was sitting in my front yard um, cause I had a front yard in the, and my mother was wheeling my grandmother out of the house in a wheelchair or my great grandmother and granny died the next day. Oh. And the night before my grandpa died, the dog came back to me in another dream. Um, so, uh, but that, that was the first experience I recall of going, Oh, I'm tapped into something that is life. Um, I used to have a recurring thing um, I had a little, for lack of a better word, an imp that looked like he was carved out of wood that would show up in my dreams a lot. And in those dreams, I actually would die. Mm. Um, he was able to kill me. Mm-hmm. And I, like I fell down a well dreams? once. Oh, they were fucking right. terrifying. So those were nice. I want to think, did I say that? I might have shared this on the podcast already. Forgive me if I'm repeating myself. But... He finally, like, I finally told him to go the fuck away um, because he just would laugh. That's all he'd do is he would gesture at me. He'd beckon at me. I feel like, like you have yeah. told me about this. And then and then my my roommate caught him yeah, one night. Right. Yes. She woke up screaming and she's like, there's this thing no, in my dreams. No, cool with that. Yeah. So he, he went away and I don't want him co- to come back. So yeah. you don't need to come back. I, when I was a kid, I remember this because I had a recurring dream and nightmare and it was so strange that I would have an air, it's funny to say it out loud, an air mattress chasing me. Yes! 
Yeah, and it was just like such a random thing, but I remember like trying to run and get inside and it would just come at me and it was just an air mattress, but it was still, I was like, I don't know, probably four or five and it was just like, it would not leave me the fuck alone. When I was four or five, I had a grandfather clock that would chase me. What the fuck is that about? Is it just like when you're that young, you don't have that many scary things, but you still have the scary feelings? Yeah. But you don't, you haven't seen a monster or anything yet because you haven't watched movies or... Um, anyway, that was my monster, an air mattress. Monster air mattress. <laughs> I have since slain the air mattress. Pop that fucker. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I dreamt a lot while I was here because I wasn't sleeping mm-hmm. well. Um, I told you I had one of the saddest dreams of my life the other yes, night. It was yeah. so sad. I was yeah. afraid to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it was... Not sad for any obvious reason other than it was sad to me. Mm-hmm. It was just... You had like, feelings yeah. involved in the dream. And it was both trying to help my father. Like, the two issues involved were trying to help my father reach him and not being able to reach him mm-hmm. and help him. And my dog was dead. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Mm. Both of them? Come on, Why are you to double down like that, brain? Um, Fuck I- you. Have had a couple dreams where in the dream I go, this is fucking awful. And in the dream I can also go, oh, wait a second. You're dreaming though, Brianna, so you're okay. And not have to wake up, but recognize in the dream that it's a dream. And then I'm less scared. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? It doesn't happen all the time. Um, But one cool dream that I've had, which was a scary dream and then turned into something different, was... I had a dream, kind of apocalyptic dream, that everybody's preparing for the end of the world. And I remember everybody was at Costco. <laughs> well, sure. Exactly. I mean, honestly, that, I mean, that's I Everybody was in a Costco, and then there was, like, a big explosion. I remember everybody, I remember, like, literally hanging on to my daughter and I think my husband. I remember everybody's kind of hanging on to each other while we all kind of exploded into midair. And then suddenly... It was over, and everybody was okay, but things were different. And that, to me, was at a point in my life where that was kind of happening. And I I remember having the dream going, "Uh uh-huh, okay, so everything's going to fall apart and change, but it's going to be okay. And I'll be surrounded by abundance. Mm -hmm. I'll be surrounded by what I need. Yeah. And so that was a cool dream of just kind of a general note for me to go things will explode and in a way kind of end so that they can begin yeah and that's kind of my my mantra for and the, the way to feel safe is to hold hands yeah to stay connected stay connected to people yeah. and, and um, embrace the endings and beginnings cool. so that was a cool dream just to go okay you're okay all yeah. endings are beginnings yeah. Um, but I can't recall any other dreams. Oh, my God. I la- I also, the ones that, um, the like, the subconscious working shit out, and I don't know what it is. Every once in a while, my brain must be just like, I don't know. I'm bored. And um, recently, I had this happen with Adam Fergus, mm-hmm. where I don't, I don't actually have a lot of dream. I don't, to think of it. I don't have any sex dreams, but I have a lot of we're about to have sex dreams. Like, I have a lot of desire. That's the thing. Okay. So in my dream, I was about to make out with Adam Fergus. Like, we were completely just both 
smitten and in the moment and ready. And then he had to go on stage because it was at a convention. And in my dream, I wasn't married because, like, even in fantasies, it doesn't – if I'm conscious, I'm conscious of my husband being a part of my life. Uh-huh. But in this dream – my husband didn't It was exist. a different reality. Yeah, it was a different... It, like, tr- like Adam and I were in love, but about to make out, and then he had to go on stage, and then we didn't... But I didn't remember the dream until, like, saw I was texting with him, uh. and all of a sudden I was like, oh, fuck! Right. Oh, my God, now I... Ah, and I full-on just was like, Adam, I can't, I'm going to be weird around you for a couple of days, because in my dream, we were about to make out. Oh, I bet he fucking loved that. He laughed oh, so yeah. hard, but it is... So, that's a a weird phenomenon to me where now I'm like, wait, do I want to, what's going, what does that mean? Because you do have those feelings, especially if they're like romantic or sexual or whatever, even if there's somebody that you're not like cognitively attracted to, if you have a dream about them, you're like, oh, I feel so uncomfortable because my body, those feelings are still in my body and in my brain, but I'm not actually, one side of the brain is like, yeah. The other side of the brain is like, fuck no. What the hell just happened? Yeah. Um, sometimes I have dreams with people and I don't, like you said, I don't remember until I see them. And, I'm, and sometimes I don't even know what they are. I just see them and go, there's a weird some, I dreamt about you. I don't know what it was, but I have that energy. Yeah. That's cool. Where you're like, there's, j- it's just an energy. Yeah. Because you don't know what you even dreamt about. You just know you dreamt about them just by seeing them and sensing that energy. Um, Isn't that crazy? I think I was in like sixth or seventh grade when I had my first dream like that about a female. Mm. And I was, mm. sca- and so then I, that like also gay. happens where I, yeah, mm-hmm. where it's like, Oh, sometimes my brain lets me explore something mm-hmm. subconsciously that I need to become aware of yeah. about it because consciously I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that was an aspect of myself that I also find women attractive in that yep. way. And it's just an idea. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness I have dreams that will bring ideas totally. up that otherwise I'm not willing to look at. Mm-hmm. Um but I can say that as someone who doesn't have chronic nightmares. My husband has chronic nightmares. Oh, yeah. He pretty he much told me about only those. has bad dreams. I would not be able to go to sleep if that happened. Right? No. That I would be rough. I don't even know. He just constantly has war mm-hmm. zones, zombie monsters. His child's been murdered. His wife needs him. They get And not even like regular nervous dreams or anxiety like full scale monsters are going to kill you every single night that's awful right so then do you think that he like has he ever thought of developing a tactic to regularly battle the monsters or I don't know because it's when I like that's one of the areas this is a whole different podcast but I can't take care of him Mm -hmm. I can care about him but I can't I'm like what do you need from me while you talk to me about oy, this? Oy, oy. I need you to listen. Great. Then I'm just going to listen. Right. You know, if somebody, I'm at the point now in my life where if somebody doesn't specifically say, I'd like your input about this, I realized often offering my input is not helpful. Mm-hmm. So this is one of those areas where I'm just like, yeah, babe, that sucks. I'm sorry. Let me know if I can do it. I mean, mm-hmm. do you want me to? Smother you with a pillow. When you, I can take the murder pillow and use it back on you. Murder pillow. <laughs> Aw, that's a nice throwback. 
But it's to save you this time. <laughs> Murder pillow loves you. Um, yeah. So I guess what I would like to do, and I guess what I wonder if people can get from this is, do we have any ways to request intuitive um, messages into our dreams. There are definitely people, and I haven't, I haven't gone down this rabbit hole, but maybe people can share this with us. There are definitely techniques so that you could have lucid dreams, mm, which right. is where, and I, I do that sometimes with flying. Two things: I'll do it with flying and with breathing underwater. Um, sometimes in my dreams, I will realize, wait, you don't have to be here; you can fly. Oh, cool! And it's just awesome um and sometimes it's me flying sometimes it's a hang glider but I can I can call to mind a few of those where I just was like oh no I'm gonna I think I'm gonna fly now thanks Mm -hmm. very much thanks very much I'm gonna fly and um breathing underwater is a symbol for me large bodies of water particular ocean the ocean um is uh, a metaphor for death Mm -hmm. for me and a lot of times, I realized this when I had a dream where I went underwater and there were all of these gray people moving in a direction. And I was like, I'm not supposed to be, I was walking in an opposite direction, but I could see them. And I was like, okay, I'm here if you need to talk to me, but I'm underwater and I'm not supposed, oh, I can breathe underwater. Oh, and so a lot of times I will have reminders that like, Death is an illusion. Mm. You can breathe underwater. Like, mm. it's it's okay. That big, huge, like, I, I'll have tsunami nightmares mm. where I'll just be like, oh, fuck, I'm going to, oh, wait, I can breathe underwater. I love that. I love the idea of being able to go to develop the skill you need to survive in your dream. Yeah. So suddenly a nightmare is not a nightmare anymore. Yes. That's cool. All right. That's I don't know how I did that. And I know there are conscious techniques mm-hmm. to ask for lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think the other thing is, I don't know if you believe in it, ask your guidance, whatever your guidance is. Mm -hmm. I use the word pray, Mm -hmm. but people use meditate. They use contact your spirit guides. They use just get quiet with yourself. Mm -hmm. Maybe if your guidance is you, um, whatever it is, ask for help. Yeah. That never hurts. Or just guidance, messages, signs. I love looking and asking for signs. As soon as I go, I'm not sure what to do here, universe. Can you send me signs? They do show up. Yeah. I'll go, send me a sign that this specific thing is the right path. And they either show up or don't show up. But, um, yeah, I think that it's a nice way, like with spirituality, to any spirituality, to feel like you have a sense of control over this world and yet this the, the loving reminder that you don't. Yeah. You know? Have you ever... Now, I know that there's, um, like, th- there's there's been techniques of stopping a dream. Like, if you have a recurring nightmare mm. of, of, like, gearing yourself, of going into battle oh. and gearing yourself up and saying, this is not going to happen I've tonight. done that when I've been under hypnosis. I, I go to a meditation studio in Los Angeles, and they have hypnosis classes where you do things like a bit choose your own adventure. Now you reach this path. What do you do? Now you reach a uh, dragon. What do you do? That kind of thing. Um, 
but not while I was actually asleep. Hmm. I can, like I said, I can wake myself up if it's really awful, or I can remind myself that it's a dream in a dream. But I don't recall being like, oh, there's a scary monster. Let me become invincible and, you know. Yeah. I don't, I, I've never done, I've definitely had it backfire on me. I remember um, in grad school, I had a dream. This one stuck with me too, because it was so indicative of what my dreams are for. And it was this, I was in, I was obsessed with this guy who was not in a mental state to treat me in a kind and loving way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just, and I was making myself sick and starting to go a little crazy. Like if I'd gone down the path that I was like, this seems like a great idea. I'd be living a definitely a different life right now, possibly Mm -hmm. behind bars. But, um, but I had a dream that this big red Viking was trying to attack me in my dream. And in my dream, I realized I was stronger than he was. And I punched him and my fist went into his stomach. And he looked at me and he said, that doesn't hurt me. And I tore his head off and threw it in the street in my dream. And the head was spinning in the street going, you can't hurt me. You can't hurt me. You can't hurt me. And I was like, but I ripped your head off. I am the victor. And it just kept going, you can't hurt me. You can't hurt me. I woke up and went, I'm crazy. And this needs to shift. Oh, wow. This is crazy. And you're trying to, you're never going to get what you want from this person, even if you tear his head off. I love that. Which is probably not what sane people do when they're being rejected by a lover. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) if you are dreaming that you are murdering your lover and he's saying to you, you'll never get me, maybe not the right guy for you. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, your dream is telling you to tell that guy to go fuck himself. Or not even to stop trying to hurt him. Yeah, Because you're never going to get what you want. You will never get what you want, no matter how the facts prove (laughs) that you should have what you want. They're so helpful. Yeah. Oh, my subconscious. Well, I don't know what we've learned from this podcast. You know what we learned? So, okay. Full disclosure here, people. We're in a hotel room, and we are committed to doing a podcast every week. Wow, that's a lot of thudding going Mm -hmm. on back there. But sometimes we just don't fucking know what we're going to talk about. And you guys get to to hear the benefits. Yeah, I was like... I don't know. I we we had a couple other ideas, but honestly, neither of us have the energy to go down the emotional path Mm-mm. that those ideas required. Mm-mm. So we thought, what's light and fluffy and reminds us of sleeping? Exactly. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to dream again. Oh, dreams. It's like last week we talked about candy. This week we talked about dreams. Just things we're craving right now. Yeah, you're you're actually gaining a lot more insight into our minds than you know. Yeah. Based purely on the topics we choose. It's true. And maybe some of you out there can go ahead and define our dreams for us. Because we're too fucking tired. Yeah. 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 All, All right. right. Well, there we go. Let's go take a nap. All right. I love you, Kim Rhodes. I love you, Brianna Buckmaster. Bye.